what we do here is go back, 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 back. Welcome, welcome to the Hustle Sold Separately. We are a weekly podcast dedicated to you, doers, creators, entrepreneurs, innovators, hustlers, just people in and around, just people on their their mission to serve their highest and greatest good, right? Like all of you probably draw way outside of the lines are often misunderstood, as you guys know. Um, I understand you, and my guests certainly understand you. Um, and here we never glare, uh, glorify or glamorize success. It's um, this really weird in-between uh, stage that we, you know, we go through as a journey. Um, and I think we kind of live in the journey. That's really what life is all about. And I, I wanted to, when I first started this podcast, move away from that narrative of like, hey, here I'm presenting you with a person and look how awesome they are and turn them into, well, all of the people are awesome, but like based on success metrics and turn them into like, hey, look, here's a fellow human being that you're probably supporting in some fashion and they're going through exact same things as you. So uh, it's been a very great few years doing this. And uh, for those of you that are a little bit newer, I'm Matt Gottesman, so I'm grateful for having you here. If you want to follow along, um, or ask me any questions. You guys know I answer each and every one of your DMs, your texts, your writings on the wall. You can follow at me at, at Matt Gottesman on Instagram. If you want to get in the conversation of uh, you know that intersection of entrepreneurship and creativity and culture and a little mixed bag of everything for inspiration, kind of for the journey, please check out at HDF Magazine. And of course, you can follow the show at Hustle Sold Separately. And um, all of my guests, too, please feel free to reach out and connect with them, connect with what they're doing in this world. Um, they come on and they share very vulnerable parts of the journey. So today is going to get very lit up because I have one of my favorite people in the world who over the last five, four or five years has become a very good friend of mine somebody I admire, somebody we, we share a lot of stories with along the way, like what the fuck moments. Um, <laughs> Christina Sindrich. I'm laughing already because I know how far we go into stuff. Christina Sindrich, she's a two-time Emmy Award winning television producer, host, and writer. I have had her on the show before, uh, and I'll, I'll have to reference back to that. I think it was like episode 80-something or 90-something, but I'll have to put that in the show notes for you guys because um, I want you to hear her background story, which I'll cue up her bio, but we're going to talk about being creative as well as keeping a strong mental uh, mindset during times that are tough or times of crises, right? How do you actually remain creative when there is a lot of shit going on out there in and around the world um, and no better time than what we're going through right now? Um, Christine and I, uh, very similar in different paths, you know, the, the path less traveled, um, especially as content creators and as, um, you know, building brands and um, just doing things less conventional, way less conventional. And, um, you know, along the way, you're, you're challenged quite a bit. You know, I mean, um, you know, we were having this conversation before we started that um, a crisis is a crisis is a crisis. Sometimes a crisis uh, affects an, at an individual level and sometimes it affects at a global level like we're experiencing now where everybody is going through a crisis at the same time. And um, what's 
an interesting comparison is that at an individual crisis, somebody is going through a lot of what maybe many of you are experiencing right now, but only at the individual level. So people who are experiencing that are kind of experiencing third party from afar that they get it, but contextually not as much. And now everyone might get it. And I think you're seeing emotions all kinds of different places. So we want to definitely focus on how do we how do we maneuver ourselves through that, but also keep it real about what we're feeling. So real quick, let me just cue up her bio because she's an extremely talented person uh, with an extremely great work ethic, careful life for details, strong dedication to her craft. Um, she's earned, like I mentioned, uh, she's earned being a two-time Emmy Award winning television producer, host, and writer. She's also landed uh, over 20 acting roles for feature films and television. And, you know, while some explored her craft, their craft, she encapsulated entertainment industry over 15 plus years across a multitude of industries from travel, skincare, wellness, and animal environmental conservation. By the way, check out her, her Instagram at Miss Sindrich, C-I-N-D-R-I-C-H, Miss Sindrich. Like, it's some of the most amazing, <laughs> engaging content from her stories to her wall. Uh, and then as a travel expert, Christina has produced and hosted several television series in over 40 countries, including the hit show Private Islands, as well as the cultural travel series Global Passport. Um, please definitely check that out. It's currently airing in approximately 30 million homes on a wealth of entertainment TV, AWE. And she has recently uh, brought her sense of adventure to the lab by creating an anti-aging skincare line based around exotic ingredients she discovered in her travels. Now, I got to watch her uh, build that from inception to um, through production and into now distribution. Um, I mean, you can imagine when you're out there exploring and traveling the world, you do come across some really good new knowledge, especially for things that are you're passionate about. Well, that woman ended up bottling it up. <laughs> we'll talk a little bit maybe about that. Um, and then also, you know, she has a very, very strong social media presence, I think in part because of how engaging she is. It's all organic and built from scratch, which is why I love her to death, um, among many other reasons. And then uh, she's become an influencer with sizable reach, bringing very many inspiring messages and campaigns to international audiences across the globe. Thank you for being here, Christina. Hi, Matt. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, you know, I, I was saying to you before the show, uh, well, not just today, but the other day, I was like, hey, we're just going to have one of our normal conversations and record it. <laughs> because These are my favorite conversations. I look forward to our chats right. all the time. So for everybody listening, so whether I visit in LA or when we get on the phone or do like a FaceTime or something like that, th we're basically going to talk about what we would talk about normally, but for the rest of you guys to hear because uh, we, and, and rightfully so, we wanted to kind of also shape it around the show um, because of everything that's going on. Um, first of all, checking in on a friend, as I was mentioning earlier, how you doing, how you feeling? I'm doing well. I had told you a couple weeks ago that I wasn't kind of ready to start talking yet because, you know, still processing everything that's going on, but it's been a couple weeks now. So it's kind of now is the time to make the changes, get back on schedule. And I know that this is a sensitive subject. You put up a post uh, like a week ago yes. about being productive during this time. And, you know, all of this, like, let's remember that we're going through a global pandemic. We know everybody is suffering. We're all in the same boat, but we're going to look past that and kind of just focus on the positive right now. So, so you, let's just jump right in then. Um, <laughs> well, you know, and for everybody listening um, and, and that, so that actually where therein lies the problem. It didn't say productive anywhere actually anywhere, not on the post and not in the caption. But what happened is it triggered people up um, to be like, who says I have to be productive? Who says I have to do this? And I was like, whoa, whoa. Disciplined. Yeah, it was the word discipline. Mm -hmm. And discipline is not the same as production, productivity. 
mm-hmm. at all. Discipline could be anything from I'm going to read 20 words a day for every day or just to like get into a, you know, something that helps me. Uh, I'm going to have more time with my kids. I don't have children, but I mean, for somebody who does um, or to, um, you know, I'm going to I'm going to listen to my partner more uh, uh, or, um, you know, it, it, it's a it's a behavior that betters you from where you were previously five minutes before or a day before at, at its at its you know, and then repeated consistently. That is all to me <laughs> discipline <laughs> it, it is. But, um, you know, the idea, and for anybody listening who may not know the context, this, the, the post was that one that was circulating everybody that said something like, um, if you get out of this quarantine without, um, you know, more knowledge or a new skill or a side hustle, you know, you didn't lack time, you lack discipline. And then in the, the caption, I did talk about like, you can, it could be for your meditation. It could be for your, you know, going within, calming yourself down. It could be for whatever it might be. Now, it was actually on its way to becoming the most um, popular post I had ever put up. And uh, just a very, very small few, only a small few, started tearing it up because of um, what they were feeling inside. And I'm very empathetic because I know how they're feeling is how I've dealt with um, at an individual crisis level in different various parts of my entrepreneurial journey. So um, how... How, well, yeah, on you, that, Matt, I yeah. think that it really relates to an entrepreneur. Like right now, I have a lot of people in my life who our mothers and are trying to homeschool right now who just simply don't have the time to learn a new skill. And I totally get that. But this is something for someone who's in this business, you know, this is not super unfamiliar for us (laughs) having this, this time and, and being home. So, um, you know, as far as like being creative right now, I think many people just So for some, it's easy to pull ideas out of the air. But the reality of all of this is that it's really uncomfortable to build anything new. Our future is uncertain. It's hard to have a creative breakthrough. Like, I don't know when my next paycheck is coming. The travel industry is at a complete standstill. As far as my business and production, like, I don't even have the resources to work through a problem. All my PR contacts have closed. There's a lot of constraints Um, so I totally can relate to the struggle, but at the same time, you know, there's only so much comfort that you can give yourself. Like I watched some binge watched Homeland, which I had never seen. Like I never had a chance to really sit down and watch Netflix. I've been so busy the past year. So I gave myself like the, the break and the reset. And, um, now it's just about deciding how we're going to spend this time. It's going to be a few more months of this. So this is where we really have to like consciously make the decisions ahead and how to maintain. I love that you said that because it's very balanced and everybody listening, she's absolutely right. Like um, I, from at least in my, in my world, um, I think it's perfectly, perfectly. First of all, it's very normal to be like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And actually own it and feel good about like not feel good but like feel like feel feel the feels like this sucks. I don't sure. like this. I don't like anything that has to do with what's going on right now because the moment you start to identify that you don't like what's happening is a very pow- more powerful place to be than I think some people realize because from there you can kind of start to go okay, now that I got it out of my system, um what's next? What do I do? But I think first you have to kind of be in the fields for a minute. I mean, that's what history taught me. I mean, anytime like my world kind of came crumbling down in a, in a very isolated manner where the rest of the world wasn't really a part of it, 
I had to feel the feels first, right? I mean, you kind of mm-hmm. have to go through that. That's what and you were saying. You even took a little bit of time to be like, let me process for a minute. Um, and how how was that? Like, I mean, how do you, <laughs> you know, where where is the tipping point for you where you're like, okay, I think that I've dealt with all my emotions. How do I now go from here? Like, how, where's the tipping point in dealing with all of it? I mean, it's about how you feel. Because like the first week I was super motivational, like, oh, here's my at-home workouts. Here's all this. And then second week I was like, really? (laughs) This is what's going on? So I kind of almost immediately found the balance because I felt the emotions, but then now it's like, I have to stay productive in my daily life. If I'm not, I'm not going to feel good. So I still am on my schedule. I'm still waking up in the morning, showering, getting my workout in, putting my clothes on. I'm going to wear yoga pants. I'm not, I haven't worn jeans. Like I don't even know (laughs) if my jeans are going to fit. Um, I'm still doing my day to day as I was before. Um, and I think right now it's just most important to find anything that's good for the soul. And I have truly found, and this kind of sounds cliche, but really practicing gratitude yes. right now is the best thing that you can do, especially for your mental health. And I think you have to keep everything in a perspective. I have a lot of people around me that still have a job. They're still working all day. And at 6 p.m., I'm like, hey, can you chat? And they're like, well, I'm still working. So I'm like, that's amazing. Focus on how incredible that is that you still have a job and you still are getting paid. If you still have your health, when this whole thing broke out, I knew four people that got the virus. I was around one of them a couple days after she was, or a couple days before she was diagnosed. So she ended up calling me and was like, Hey, this is really uncomfortable, but I wanted you to know, because I saw you in the past week, uh, I was just diagnosed. And so I saw her go through the struggle of being, being sick and, and really like how much more scared can you get? during this whole pandemic than actually having the virus itself and being alone. Mm. Um, there's people that are quarantined right now with their family, with their pets. Like if you have that, like how lucky are you to at least have people to be with right now? So I think it's just really important to practice gratitude at this time for sure. You're absolutely right. Um, because it affects each and every single person in such a different way. And I want anybody that's listening to know that how I got through some of my toughest moments. Um, and when I, by the way, just so everybody's clear, when I say tough, no house, no job, no money, no uh, divorce. So no wife, no, um, <laughs> like, like all of it, all of it, no health insurance, no nothing. Just so everybody, so just so we're clear so we can make that an even playing field. Um, what got me through was oh, wait a minute, um, I have my health, and if I have my health, I can push through. And so that was the starting point for gratitude was if we have our health. because no, and, and, and even if, and there were some cases where maybe the health wasn't, uh, you know, because I had run myself down as well too. So there's also that, just so everybody is clear, you know. But um, the gratitude has kind of worked, worked my way out. Uh, and I, when I mean literally, like, you'll grasp for a coffee mug and be like, thank you for this coffee mug. Like, <laughs> I, like when, you are really, when you are really at your bottom, finding anything to be grateful for, there is something neurologically that happens in doing it and harmonizes you inside, you know, at a very high level that when practiced repetitively 
which I started to do. So I'm glad that you shared that. And I, and I actually, and then I'm going to actually ask you a couple uh, something related to this, but for anybody listening, I ended up for about a year and a half straight every morning. It started off with just like a four or five lines. Um, and then it started expanding and then expanded to like a quarter of a page, a half of a page, a full page, and then two full pages because I, I it was weird. I was, I was growing in my gratitude um, even though I start off with like just a few lines. Um, and I was just doing that for a year and a half straight. And it, it put me in a whole different path that I wasn't even expecting. So my question for you, because you've been in a, you kind of, you know how to buckle down. Um, and when I say buckle down, I mean like reset within a isolated state. Not everybody knows how to do that. When you were first learning to like work from home a lot, especially because you, you take all of your recordings that you do um, and all of your production from, you know, these photo shoots and, and video shoots uh, for your uh, your series. And then at home, you're there for periods of time, months editing. When you were first starting to do a lot more from home, how did you start figuring out uh, different ways to be at home and and like make schedules or not schedules, but, you know, make a life at home? I think that might help people, too. I mean, you kind of, you just are forced into it. When I, <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I mean, to, when I moved back to LA in 2015, I specifically re- remember waking up in the morning and not knowing what I was going to do during the day, just sitting on my couch at 11 AM and just like, what do I do? And so you, you are forced to create some kind of schedule and, um, as far as working from home, I mean, I created this little nook in my living room that is my workspace and it's my little sanctuary and, and it's, it's my inspiring little corner and it kind of just, it's like, I come and sit over here. I need it to be silent. Like I, everyone has their own way of getting into the zone, but for me, it's like, I just sit here, enjoy the stillness, enjoy the silence and just go. It's so, it's hard to give advice on that because everyone's journey is so different. And it's like, (laughs) I definitely went through the struggle of not having a job, not knowing what to do. And, and that's actually one time where I remember talking to you and I was like, this might be a good time for us to chat because it was such a down time, you know? And it's, I don't know, at the end of the day, it's like, wow, I, without that, I would have, it's such an important part of my, my journey right now. And I guess it just kind of, that's how you build your resilience. Yeah. Well, you know, and um, experimentation, what I love is that like everybody, a lot of times people think like, you know, there's an answer to everything. And I always say that we don't know what we just don't know until we know. And the only way we know is by like trying stuff. And since everybody's so uniquely different, um, there's really never one given formula. Right. And I, Mm -hmm. I feel like, um, I tell people like at home, the, the, that's why actually I understand how everybody's feeling right now. I'm like, yeah, isolation will actually force you into feels. And then you can only take the feels for so long before you're like, okay, (laughs) like, (laughs) like, all right. Like, and by the way, for some people it might be a day or two. Other people like, you know, my first year after like my like real surrendering moments, like most of 15, 2015 was really like, you know, I was in the fields. Like, I mean, it was really, really rough. And so I think you take some so much time to get through the processing that eventually you go, okay, let's just start with one foot. <laughs> and, and, sure. and, I, and I like that you said, you know, you built out a little space for yourself. 
um, I can tell people like, that's actually a really good key. Um, I started off with a little nook in my room in the house that I was staying in with a friend's house um, because I had to start rebuilding. Then it turned into, um, he gave me the whole like uh, area of the kitchen, which I turned into an office. And then eventually like I moved out of there and moved into a new place and made like a smaller office within a newer, bigger place. And then it's now evolved into the next place I'm in and an even bigger office. And it, I was thinking about this the other day and watching, I'm like, it's funny how you watch your space that you're working from grow, but it takes time. Mm -hmm. a lot of time that was a five six seven year you know run or whatever so i think building out a, a space for you um whether it's for meditation or for gratitude and writing um or for um doing some creative work uh doing anything that you can just kind of um clear out the noise and focus on one task right in front of you i think that that's really key well one thing Usually I prioritize exercise to relieve all of my stress. And right now not being able to go to the gym has honestly, that's been the biggest struggle for me. So I created an at-home gym and it's taking some time to really get used to this process here because, you know, to work out in the middle of your living room or in my bedroom, I just got a Peloton. I was debating the whole time and I ended up getting one and it has honestly been the most beneficial for my mental stress. And I feel like anything that you, during this time, anything that can bring you relaxation is most important. And one of the, one of the biggest things that we truly forget to do is just breathe mm. because in all of this stress, we're in this fight or flight situation. And like, honestly, if you just stop and just breathe slower and relax, it, it, it works wonders. And there's all these breathing exercises online over the internet. I've been doing, there's an app called simple habit that is just, even if it's just for five minutes, it really helps with anxiety. You know, I heard a really good quote, um, where there's breath, there's life. Mm, yes. Right. Yeah. Um, breath work. If, if you, if anybody listening does nothing else today, um, 10 minutes, five minutes, three minutes of deep, breaths are like um they're so highly expansive they Ugh, completely yeah. they completely oxygenate you um which clears out any kind of clutter because if, if anybody anybody listening I, it was interesting when i was learning about this if you don't think you don't think about it but most of the day you're actually shallow breathing because you're like go 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 like even now like mm -hmm. as i'm talking like i'm not going you know what i mean like there's mm -hmm. there's actually not that happening and that's why you always hear that cliche of like okay stop take a deep breath, you know, but, um, but it's true where there's breath, there's life. It's very oxygenating and what it does neurologically and physiology, phys physiologically, physiology, physiologically to you, um, is, uh, unbelievable for calming the nervous system and expanding the mindset that if you did nothing else, um, even the, the breath work will put you into a better mood and a more creative or more, you know, anything that whatever it is that that person is looking for at that moment, uh, clarity, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. So a thousand percent. Uh, I love that. I love that you said that. How do you, you know, switching gears a little bit, you know, um, there's a lot of information outside. There's a lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> there's a lot of energy <laughs> when you're trying for, for the, for the more creative side for the, or for the people who are trying to either be creative or who are normally creative. And, you know, uh, for my audience, it's very, um, you know, they're there because there's a lot of creatives and solopreneurs and entrepreneurs and stuff like that. Um, how do you how do you manage creativity when there's 
more, even more noise. I'd say normally when there's noise, but in this case, there's even more noise than ever before. What are some of the, the techniques that you're using to kind of rein it in a little bit for yourself so you can kind of stay in that, you know, creative um, centered mode for yourself? I feel like having the the boredom and the time is this cocktail for creativity right now. <laughs> so I, I mean, what else are you supposed to do? There's only so many times that you can check your email. Um, so I think it's kind of, you're just forced into it. I'm seeing people around me start doing things like my brother last night, he just posted this photo of this, this wooden box. People are like, Oh, what is that? He's like, it's a beekeeping box. That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) And I was dying. I'm like, at what point he's a medical marijuana attorney. At what point does he have time to make a bee box in his garage? (laughs) And so like right now we have this time. So you know, it's, it's the best time to focus on the things that we love. I redid my website. I've been spring cleaning. Um, anything that feels therapeutic is what I'm doing right now. Uh, shout out to your brother for a beekeeping. <laughs> I think you should do a webinar on that. I'd like to learn more about that. Um, and you bring up very, very, very good points. By the way, anybody out there right now, you do not need to build a fucking business. There, I said it. You don't have to build a business. But uh, I actually heard... Um, cleaning um or um you know like painting or mm-hmm. n- not painting like a art like i mean like painting you know touching up you know your home or something like that like with some paint or or cleaning the home uh, uh you know getting rid of stuff out of the drawers and like maybe donating it or something like that things um it's actually very highly meditative it's very clearing um and people don't even realize these, I mean, you know, Marie Kondo has a whole thing on that. I mean, sure. so like mm-hmm. they don't, people, what people don't even realize is that like, you're actually decluttering, which actually opens up space for more to come into your world, whether it's at a very um, energetic, personal, creative level, all the way into like actual, like manifesting of things that you need because you're decluttering. And in the process of doing it, you're actually very honed in on an activity so it's very meditative and it shuts out everything out. And then what it usually does is it's sort of like, so you clean your home and you go, oh, what's next? And then you, it, yeah. right? It launches Th- you that and the feeling, the sense of accomplishment. Yes. Like I can't tell you how many times I've walked by and opened my freezer drawer and I'm like, damn, that looks good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> It's so true. I mean, like I did that. It's so, it's so, it's actually really true because I, I look at like a whole little like uh uh my my closet the other day. I was like, huh? I'm like, and it smells good in here. I put like out a little like uh I was like a, uh in the center aisle thing. I put a little like a little candle that sits open so the smell kind of like. <laughs> I was like, I walked in. I'm like, yeah, feels lighter in here. Feel it smells sure. good. It smells good. I was like, look at how all that stuff stacked and like. <laughs> It's like, look, it's color coordinated by black, 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 and black. Uh, no, but um, right. I mean, that we we usually don't have time for these things. So I I redid my entire outside patio, got all new plants. I mean, I have been, it, I've been on online shopping quite a bit. I've stopped this week, but in the beginning, I was like, well, let's redo some things, and you know, it feels so good. And what other time? Like to have this time right now is really valuable. Oh man, so valuable. So I, I, so I, I like that you're, you know, that people may not think like it, they think it might be the silliest thing, but like organizing your fridge or organizing a closet or 
the, that's where creativity gets drawn from. You, I can't tell you, anytime, especially being in it. So that's the other side. Um, if anybody's wondering how sometimes we stumbled onto that, at least for me, I managed that I was working so much behind the desk that one, we create energy. I learned this. This is kind of unique. We create actually energy that we end up sitting in. That's all kinds of energy from really good energy to like our off days energy. All of it is actually just sitting there unless we clear it out. That's a, probably another topic. Um, and then we have to, I had to learn, oh, let me get up and out of it and just go do something completely unrelated. And that's how I ended up discovering, oh, that's what plugs me right back in and actually brings me up a notch in creativity because I'm completely removed from the very thing that I'm trying to do. So if anybody's trying to create something new or do something new, sometimes the trying creates the resistance. And I think that you should remove yourself from it and just go do a random activity completely unrelated. Well, for sure. I mean, right before the quarantine started, I went and filmed Global Passport Finland and I got back February 28th. And so I still have to write that show. And I, it was, it's been really tough for me to get in the zone the past couple of weeks during when this all like hit the fan. And so I had to do these things around the house just to kind of reset myself and get into the right headspace. And then I will be ready to dive into this into the Finland episode this afternoon. And this will be my next project for the next five days. That's awesome. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I remember you got home uh, just in time. Um, yes. So shifting from creativity to, and they're all related, but from like mindset, um, when the, um, you're, I think, very equipped for, we're still human. And we're still having the same things that are happening to us that are happening to anybody else in and around the world at this time. Um, but there have been many times where in a more isolated sense, like when you had no work and you had no income, you had no place to live. You had like a lot of these different things that were happening at different times of your journey. How did you stay in a how did you work through the mindset? And it's OK if like at one point you're like, fuck this, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, like this sucks. I don't like being here at all because I know there's a lot of people feeling like that. And I want them to know like that's definitely heard. How do you how do you start weaving through what's real and what's not and um, and working through that to kind of create a more a healthier mindset? Well, it was during that time when I moved back to L.A. in 2015. That's when I actually started doing a lot of the inner work. Mm. and the energy healing and all of that. And I mean, that's a whole different topic, but it really, it really made a huge difference. It was, it, it's all of that inner work where you're able to really think about what it is you want, manifest what you want, write it down, put it out to the universe. All of those, all of those little techniques, especially at a time like this, this is, this is the time you have to work on that. And put it out there. You know, and so again, and this kind of goes back to journaling, right? So everybody that's listening, that's true. Part of the inner work was, let me just write out my thoughts. Mm -hmm. And then you start writing them out. And when you start writing them out, you start dealing with it. Because there's something that happens when you're actually, and, and let, me, let me work through that for an original thought. When you're writing it down, there's a concentrated focus versus just thinking about it. Because now you're actually doing an activity that forces you to actually use the brain to think to actually write the words down, which puts you in more of like, I'm actually working through the words on my page. And what's interesting about that is that after you deal with emotions, then you start to ask yourself, so what do I want? <laughs> so like, what do I actually really want? Because I'd like to write about that too. And that's a really right, great right. activity. Oh, go ahead. 
I mean, well, right now too, it takes years of practice. I mean, this isn't something that you just develop overnight, but I really am at the point where I can consciously control my thoughts. Yes. And that's super important when times are tough. So, uh, I love that you threw in there that it does take practice. Um, because people, they ask all the time, like, well, how do you turn it on and off so easily? I'm like, oh, well, it's like, you know, <laughs> I'm like, well, yeah. I, I was like, I, I dig how you're looking. Like, how did you do that? And they're like, oh, I went to the gym for like the last seven years. I'm like, bingo. <laughs> and I'm like, I was right. like, you know, so, um, but the cool thing is in this area, I think even practice after like 30, 60, 90 days, you see such mm-hmm. drastic, dra- in a shorter time period more drastic uh, changes, then it's just a consistency play of actually keeping up with it and, and pushing the boundaries. Sometimes we're, we can be fairly limiting until we realize like, oh, wow, like, why did I stop there? There's so much more I can even push this to. Mm-hmm. You know? Exactly. I, you know, it just made me think about this. You put something on Facebook years ago and it was in September. I think it was 2017. And it was where you had people recording videos back and it was something along the lines of uh, what was it? Like something where, what was that moment that really made you get off your ass and do something like what was, what changed your mindset? And at the time I was like, Oh, well I saw somebody was doing private islands, which was the show that I I did for five years. And I said, I, I made this in a video and I said, I am going to figure out a way to get another show back on this particular network because I wanted to be back on that network. And I said this in September, filmed the pilot in December and got picked up in March. Mm. And just saying it and putting it out there, I swear that's why it happened. You know what you just inspired me to do, and I'm going to do this um, uh, on the HDF wall, is um, is a, a post that people have to fill in the blank and have mm-hmm. to put it up on the wall and you and I will of course also put our like, you know, whatever it is that we want as well on that wall. But I would like, I think, I think that's very, very important. Um, cause you, you see that sometimes like from your, um, uh, Eddie Sheeran, right. And he said like, you know, I'm, I'm going to be this, like, you know, give me some time, you know, um, right. this, this is what I'm going to do. Give me some time. And then boom, like <laughs> all those years later, it's like, yeah. oh, here he is. So, you know, and then, um, you know, uh, same with performing at the Super Bowl and, you know, all these other things. Right. So it just kind of goes to show you the power of of uh, like tapping into that that burning desire and intuition, putting it out on into the universe and like watch it just in some cases really unfold very quickly. Mm-hmm. And one of the other things, too, you know, we can control our thoughts. And right now, while we have this time to connect with other people, while it's been really wonderful to have that time to connect, it's also so important that you protect your peace and have boundaries on the type of emotional energy you're going to soak in from those around you. Mm-hmm. Because most people are not handling this that well. And so, um, you know, if you want to feel bad about the situation, find some negative people to hang with. So I think it's super important to find positive people to spend time with, keep those people in your top five phone calls. You know, that's, that's also important because there is a balance in the work that you're doing for yourself and trying to put the creativity in motion and try to, you know, do an activity and try to work on the mindset, all of that stuff can also um, get blitzed mm-hmm. by environmental uh, context or, 
you know, other people around you or um, you the know, news, the new, like all kinds of things. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and then a person can begin to doubt themselves because they're like, you know, um, it's so disruptive and crushing in spirit that like you can actually wane on your intuition and like an inner vibe that's actually trying to come out more. And so there's a responsibility of discernment, right? Right. You know, I mean, there's like that kind of um, keeping that energy at bay. Now, some people, I get it, you might actually be sharing homes right now with people who, uh, and by the way, everybody's in a ve- like very different situation. There are some people who were in very, very rough situations environmentally at home. And like I send constant like, you know, prayers. I, I wish there's more that we can do because home may not have been the ultimate, the, the ideal environment. Um, you know, but uh, in any case, um, finding ways to, you know, kind of channel your, your energy and protect it while in a in an environment that maybe others around that might, um, you know, kind of come at it just again creating that some sort of little place where you can just go be and Mm -hmm. um sit down with yourself and give yourself some like grace if you will even if you have to just go in the bathroom and shut the door yes exactly um Mm -hmm. as christina's doing right now i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) right i'm I'm in there now (laughs) so we were joking about this before the podcast but i'm not gonna take it there so (laughs) we're here for your entertainment people we're here for your entertainment i've actually i will put something out i i christina i've talked about this uh, that um you know i've we've said i want to do a show with christina one day easily i want to do a show and there's there's all kinds of concepts out there but um but I'm putting that out there universally, um, just the, the sheer entertainment, <laughs> but, but ins- sure. inspiration, well, but entertainment. Well, even time. more than that. I mean, Matt, you've always been my mentor back from day one. Every time I talk to you, I, I get off the phone feeling more inspired, more motivated. Just you're constantly putting out just food for the soul. And so I truly appreciate you and any opportunity we have to work together. You know, every time I get this, a new TV opportunity, I'm like, Matt, Send me your videos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still working on them. I actually have I somebody actually literally we're finally working on them. But yeah, <laughs> we're going to make that happen someday. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I'm always like, ooh, this could be really good. This could be really good. And no expectations because I actually just know that the uh, like, I don't know. There's a just a, again, it's tapping into your creative intuitions like, no, it's just a knowing. So there's no expectation. But I'm like, yeah, it's just a oh, it'll it'll, it'll come. It'll come. Right. So, and, and I think operating from an inner knowing is also fun because you're like, oh, I don't have to do anything. Exactly. <laughs> I, to, I mean, there's really no rush. It's it's really fun just living out the journey. Right. Exactly. And and also, um, you know, uh, uh, for anybody listening, part of the the reason I have the type of relationship with Christine is because um, when you so when I was having a very surrendering moment it's easy to recognize other people who are really in it and trying to build something they believe in because you just identify with it. Um, so environmentally, she wasn't in the same city as me, but you, so you can imagine. So I'm just, I'm trying to kind of equate to everybody understanding like, so imagine I'm in a really rough situation. I'm living, you know, and I've got my health, God bless at that time, but like I'm, I'm trying to really work out of things. So I'm trying to find anybody in and around the world that, I admire what they're trying to do and are actually showing up and doing it and then connecting with them and believing so like using my own talents as well. Like, no, no, like I, I see you and I, I know exactly like what you're trying to do and, and also a knowing of like, Oh, that person's like a game changer. And so kind of even projecting myself into their lives and saying like, Hey, I appreciate you. Can I, you know, 
Can I feature you? Can I, can, can we talk and, and, and connect? So there's also that ability in this kind of a time, especially since now everybody's just discovering Zoom. <laughs> they, right. that, we've been using it for a long time, been using it for a very long time, but it's like, but, I, but good. So taking the, um, the, uh, a book, uh, a page from the book of like, Hey, you can connect to people. I've had some people randomly hit me up through DM and say, Hey, you know, um, can I ask you some questions? I'm like, let's do it. You know, and they're like, really? I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Why not? You know, and um, taking that time to, to help us, you know, I think one by one by one by one starts to affect many. Right. Because if you can affect one person's mindset, it then has a ripple effect. So, sure. you know, um, we are certainly working through the uh, unpredictable and uncertainty, but that's nothing new. You've been there many times. Right. I mean, that's kind of. Unpre- that you you've lived kind of in the unpredictable can, is there a way that you can kind of um maneuver through the the unpredictable the way you have and continue to have created and i know it's practice but like what have been i know it's a very uh obscure question <laughs> but it's like you know because we we as entrepreneurs we live in a very or creatives we live in a very uh, unpredictable place how have you managed to keep a how what's your mindset approach to dealing with the unpredictable how about that Um, you know, I think, wow, I think you just need to confront the rough waters and ride the wave. (laughs) You know, I don't really have an approach to it. It's just day by day. I think like right now too, it's, we're getting back to the basics of everything. We're, we have all these subplots now that are, that are being presented and this is the opportunity where we're just forced to understand what all of these B stories are or what they need to be. And I think when this is all over, we're going to have all these little moments and we have to protect them because when we get back to our regular lives, these are the little things that got us through it. And hopefully we can hold on to those. I think that was very, that was very well executed right there. It's very, uh, getting back to the basics. Um, and why, why I got chills kind of when you said that because of, um, I had to remind myself that even the, the other day that um, in anything that we do in life, especially even when we see some success, uh, quote unquote, depending on it's different for each person, what got you there is a series of different activities. Some you cannot carry on beyond that point because they've stopped serving you. But there are certain things like the basics that will serve you for a lifetime. And those I think sometimes we by accident move away from because we get so busy. But it's important to get right back to the very simple basics, breath work, gratitude, prayer, meditation, pick your, pick your dose of, you know, inspiration, but like any one or combination of those seems to kind of, um, and then a series of other things like reading and, you know, writing and journaling, all all kinds of different things, you know, talking with family, love, right? Um, I think that that resets and recalibrates you every time. And if you can kind of live from a place where the basics are always part of your day, like I was, I was listening to Mark Wahlberg talk about that, where it's like, he doesn't start his day without prayer. Right. Period, period. End of story. Nothing else. Mm-hmm. Non-negotiable. Non-negotiable. Nothing else. And he said, "What started off as five or ten minutes has now turned into a good half hour because he's added people and um, and new things in there. It's non-negotiable. That's how he starts off his day. Prayer. Amazing. Right. It's a ba- it's a basic. Yes. That is the most expansive. Right. Right. You mm-hmm. know. So, um, 
Well, you're amazing. What a, uh, so you got so I saw you put up your your so some of the things you've been creating. You've been working on the website in your mm-hmm. um, and I, I actually was looking through it. it looks really good. Um, I love that people were actually asking you like, "Hey, what do you use?" <laughs> you're like, "Hey, right." I mean, I, I've been wanting to just redo it. It's not really something that I didn't realize how much traffic I have that comes to my website. So that's really something I need to utilize. Like I'm seeing all these different countries and I'm getting notifications every minute because to be honest, like I never check my website, but that's also, that's where I sell my skincare line right now on, on that line. Uh, my bottles are from China, so we might be at a bit of a standstill on the skincare sales at the moment. I have to touch base with my manufacturer, but Even that, you know, where I'm like, oh, well, my travel shows aren't in production right now. So, oh, but I have my skincare line. Well, unfortunately, those bottles are from China. So now I'm like, okay, next step. And that's just why I'm doing this reorganizing. So like the website was fun to do that. That was just a great little project. Um, Yeah. And I'm, I think that that's something I'm going to look into more. I mean, I never got into travel blogging because I never had time for it, but if there's a couple more months of this, it might be a great time to really tell some stories, give advice, put in those plugs. Well, you know, and, and it's cool how, um, because I remember years ago when you were first starting to redo the site and you were, you know, relying on some help from some different people for the site and things like that. And, um, and then now kind of taking more of a little bit of ownership control over like, Hey, let me understand like what this beautiful thing is in front of me and, and, uh, rework it a little bit. And yet another, you know, let me organize my closet task. Exactly. Turned mm-hmm. into, you know, and and because people used to ask me all the time, they're like, you know, how'd you build the, this website and do that? And I'm like, I had no clue. I mean, I, <laughs> digital was my background, sure. But like, I, I had relied on other people to do it. And um, I just, I found that when you are put into situations that you just um, have to deal with or, you know, you're, you can't rely on maybe an outside uh resource if you will for that particular area um becoming very self-reliant and um and being like and by the way it's okay just to not know and be like all right i'm gonna start crocheting (laughs) yeah i mean i never know i really don't like i rarely have had people give me solid advice over the years i've reached out to people especially in the travel world and creating a travel tv show when i have people that ask me I have no idea. It's like it's all trial and error. It really is. Thank you know. Thank you for being so honest for with that because I um I know a lot of people. I I think what people mostly look for is just the permission. I think they're looking for permission to to do something. Sometimes not most, but just like that. Um, because inher- meaning inherent inherently they probably inside they have so much. Uh, worth and knowledge and and ability to make something happen that um you know they might be looking for answers from others just like you were at different times and still do I do it at different times and you always get the kind of like the same answer no matter how further along you get in your journey which is you know nobody really knows we're just figuring it out along the way um and um and especially since each person is so uniquely different we, we, we're going to create it differently. So like how I see somebody creating a website is going to be different than how I create websites or my own or, or whatever it might be, you know, because of like, you know, it's, it's no different than getting in the garage and be like, all right, I'm going to build a car. Have you built one before? I have not. <laughs> Although I remember I wanted to use your font. I think like back in the day, I was like, Matt, what is that font you have on your website? 
<laughs> Playfair display. <laughs> That's what it was amazing. <laughs> I remember. I remember that. And by the way, that so you just brought up a really key point. You can actually in a world where I think some people feel like, oh no, no, nobody's approachable, or you know, I tried asking people for help. I'm like, no. How did you ask for help? Because if you're, because a lot of people, when you're like, hey, listen, I'm building my website right now, and I really love the font that you use. What is it? I'm like, oh, I'm happy to share. Or, hey, man, can you do my website for me? That's different. <laughs> That's a different asking for help, right? Than than well, when you're doing the work, right? I think it's it really depends on the industry that you're in as well. Sure. I feel like. I don't see myself as having any competition in this industry. Like I don't compare my work to anyone else's, but I do see that a lot of people, especially in the travel world, they're all competing with each other. It's crazy. And like, so they're not going to be willing to give advice to their peers. And that's just something like, I will never let my career get to that point. You know, it's, I enjoy it too much. It's too much of my passion to not share it. There you go. And, and when you realize the grand scheme of how big things really are, um, and when there's billions of people, um, and we're so unique and when you, you know, you kind of dive down to the love of what you're doing, or at least into the, the love, into the process of what you're doing, um, there isn't competition because no one will ever do it like you ever. Right. They mm -hmm. couldn't, even if they tried to truly replicate it, I always say to people, like, they can't replicate your soul. You just can't. Everybody's soul is different. So, like, you could look at, you know, Coca-Cola and rip off Coca-Cola side by side, and they could literally almost look the exact same. But there's just something slightly off about the it's other. It's not going right? to taste the same. Right? There's always something slightly off. And it's sure. like, and that's, a, I, in my person, that's, a, in my opinion, it's a, it, there's something happening at a very soulful level. It's like, yeah, because the, the person behind A versus product B, like you're feeling their soul, whereas product B is like, oh, I'm trying to do what they're doing versus I'm trying to do what is just in, in me you know exactly mm -hmm. so that's awesome i mean uh i normally this is the part of the show where i ask like hey what do you got coming up next <laughs> but, <laughs> well so, you know what before all of this happened yeah i had just renewed for a season two of global passport i was feeling this all-time high i remember sending you a voice note i had plans to move in the fall to europe and be based there for who knows how long, just so I could film a couple episodes and just experience something new. I, you know, I, when I left LA in 2009 and I moved to North Carolina to be a news anchor, it was that leaving my comfort zone. That's just such an adrenaline rush for me. And so I want to move and live in Europe for a little bit and I have nothing holding me back right now. So I'm still very hopeful that that's going to happen. But as far as the future in the travel industry, I think that there's gonna be so many changes. I think that a lot of the boutique companies that I'm used to working with may have to go out of business. I hope not, but there's going to be changes, uh, especially with, with travel and you know going to these places where so many tourists are and, so I'm hopeful that by fall, I can still go according to the plan. If not, I'll make the changes. But until then, it's just kind of, it's a day by day. I, I'm trying to set up my season two. 
And I had my contacts on board, some of my hotel PR people, and they were all into the planning. And then all of a sudden she's like, hey, just wanted to let you know, like our work email is being shut down right now. Here's my personal email. But it's really at a standstill. So it's hard to to be reaching out to destinations and be like, hi, so (laughs) I'd love to come film, you know. So it's kind of just I have this break and just need to – Try to enjoy it, uh, all crisis aside, just take it all in. Thank you, you know, thank you for being really honest about that because in case anybody was listening, like, oh, you know, you know, because sometimes it happens like, oh, you sound really good, you know, oh, I think life must be good. And it's like, that also kind of shows people like, hey, I'm, I too am taking the right mindset, but just in case anybody's listening, I have a travel channel show or travel, travel show, uh, no one's traveling, industries, um, <laughs> potentially on its uh, on its knees <laughs> and probably the worst industry to be in right, right now right um so and then you're dealing with travel tourism you know and um filming pr brand like all these things attached to the industry as well all at a complete standstill and really unsure of its future um uh uh you know, maneuvering and, and, and approach and all these things. So like, just, I just, I think that, that I just, I wanted to give you a lot of props for, for like showing people like, Hey, here's my mindset and everything, but just so you're aware, I too get it because, you know, like my whole industry is, is on its knees completely and completely shut down. Um, so it kind of shows people like context of, you know, Hey, it's affecting everybody in a different way. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, the, the one best thing for this, if we end on a positive, is the silver lining. And how beautiful that Mother Nature is getting such a much-deserved break right now. I saw last night that the Himalayas are visible from India for the first time in 30 years. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I mean, the air quality, just even here in California, when I open up my door, I'm like, Damn, it's so nice and crisp. I was at um, over at the beach, at the beach house, not on the beach. Um, and I was looking at the ocean. I was like, it. the water is blue. The sky looks extra blue. I mean, it's it's really like Mother Nature needed this break. So and there's all these dogs that have, um, animal shelters have run out of dogs to adopt for the first time ever. Yeah. So it's it's pretty amazing if we can just try to find any kind of silver lining, any positives, then we'll, we'll all get through this together. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Where, where can everybody find you online? Instagram at Miss Sindrich, Twitter, Miss Sindrich, Facebook, official Christina Sindrich, and then on the website, ChristinaSindrich.com. That is awesome. I appreciate you as always. Um, thank you for, for sharing, you know, your thoughts, what you're going through, how you've gotten through things before in and out of this type of crisis, but in other crises and just in general, just, you know, keeping it real like you always do. I appreciate you. Thank you, Matt. I appreciate you too. Thank you for being such a strong, positive voice for all of us. Uh, thank you. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I working through it every day and, and anybody listening to, by the way, um, I too, I got tripped up, um, started a little bit yesterday and it carried over into the the morning and and I was even reminded of myself like okay where's it coming from how do I get back to the basics um what are some basics that I've moved away from recently that I I haven't been able to to do or enjoy um and need to implement them back in it happens it happens continuously it's it's never it never stops you just get better the more you practice it so I just I want everybody to to hear that and then um 
praying for everybody out there right now. Um, with the exception of a few family members here out west, you know, that's all my family's in New York. So, oh wow! So they are they're holding it down, but it's 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 tricky. So again, you know, again, just want to humanize my journey a little bit with people. Like, listen, like, I have, most of my family is in the heart of the beast. Um, you know, Bronx, Manhattan, wow. you know, Rockland County, like where they're seeing like huge, huge, like the, like the, the epicenter right of the world. So they're in complete lockdown mode, and they're doing everything they can. Um, and I have a 97 year old grandma. So, Ugh. so she's, you know, she's hanging in, um, right. but it's, it's, um, you know, and it's, uh, and she, she actually had to let go, um, of her, um, like kind of medical care worker, um, four, four or five weeks ago. And just so happened that that gal actually ended up with coronavirus, but it was after mm-hmm. she had already let her, you know, let, let her go. Meaning like, Hey, like I, I have to be socially distanced. Like we'll have to continue, you know, when this thing is all over. Um, and just like that, right. I mean, it's, you, you it's can, surreal. You can miss it in a, in a second. And, but then, mm-hmm. I, but I have also had other friends where, um, family members are not so lucky right now. I'm just not talking about it um, publicly because that's, that's for them to, to, to deal with. And I'm here as a support, but it's, uh, it's, it's rough. So I, I want everybody to know too, on the empathetic side, like, um, it is affecting other aspects of my world. Just that, um, you know, I'm, I want to continue to show up for myself and for everybody listening and for you and you show up for me and all that stuff. I think it's just important that we show up. And, and I think too, just to be kind to yourself, be patient. And there are so many online resources available now. So ask for help if you're having trouble managing the stress. Amen. A- asking for help is like the most gangster thing you can do. I think it's like, for sure. The, it's the most um, strong thing you could ever do. Like, Hey, I need help. And and actually when I, to, to, to round this whole conversation out from where we first started with the whole post, when it's okay to be like really tore up right now, lean into some people and be like, you know what? I've since you've dealt with a crisis before. How'd you do it, man? How'd you do it, girl? Like how, what, what Help me? Can you walk me through like what would be helpful versus like, leaning into the fear and wanting to be combative and defensive. And it's okay too, if you want to be combative and defensive, like I'm, I'm going to hold the space. I'm just maybe not going to entertain it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But I'm going to hold the space for you to like, get it out. Just, you know, uh, but keep in mind also don't try to affect other people's world as well too. But the next thing after that is when you're done kind of in that mode, why don't you lean and ask for help? Just right. And now is a good time to start cleaning out who you're following on social media. Oof. If, if people are not bringing you inspiration or hope, it's time to cut them, cut a- them loose. Absolutely. Amen. The purge. I do it uh, a few times a year. For sure. Now <laughs> is the time. Uh, thank you so much, Christine. That's such a good point, especially now because you can, you can monitor your inputs, monitor your inputs, uh, for everybody listening, monitor your inputs from social, um, maybe a little bit less news, but enough to kind of know what's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, exactly. Maybe a lot less news. Um, and just kind of, you know, create from, a, a, you know, a, an internal and a, in a, you know, kind of isolated place that you're in. Just get rid of the, the noise. So protect your peace. Always at all costs. Thank you so much, Christine. I really appreciate you being on the show. Thanks, Matt. Love you. Love you too. Everybody that's listening, check out uh, Miss Sindrich on Instagram. Or go to ChristinaSendrich.com to see all of her endeavors. She's doing incredible things. She's been my friend already now for five, six years at this point, something like that. Uh, and uh, just a true inspiration in my life as well. And I'm very grateful for her. Please support her. Please follow her. Um, she's been doing the work since day one. And that's going back way before six, seven years ago. Um, and uh, for everybody listening, stay safe and stay healthy out there. Again, thank you for all the comments. Um, 
please continue to keep the positivity stronger than the negativity. Um, but it's okay if you have negative thoughts. It happens to all of us. Just be cognizant that it's, um, you know, it's just a feeling and it's something that you can get through and then you can work through it. Um, and working through it is way more, um, you know, beneficial to your health and to how it affects others. We're not here to jump into, you know, arguments. We're here to uplift others and support each other no matter where we're at. And the more we can do that, we can help each other knowing what each other needs. So just wanted to share that all with you. Um, appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you for always tuning in and, um, you know, for supporting. And we are out.